What's up, everybody? I hope you're having a nice start to your Wednesday here for you. This is the Around the Bases podcast. Your host, Tyler, a.k.a. TG, T. Greg, and Ty. So, I'm gonna... I know I recorded this once, but I'm gonna, you know, record again here. Um, so that way, you know, I recorded it once. It didn't take, so... We're gonna try this again. We're gonna condense it down a little bit. Um... Virginia Tech's offense is going to be very explosive. Their problem right now is Keely Rochard doesn't look like the dominant ace they need her to be. They don't have really any real proven options behind her yet. Hopefully they'll develop that as the season goes forward. Um, But their offense is absolutely 100% legit. Uh, The SEC is having a down year, if you haven't noticed. Ole Miss, Texas A&M, South Carolina... Mississippi State, Auburn, just the several of the examples uh, that we've seen here. Um, but, you know, I look forward to SEC to rebound from this. Um, so, absolutely look forward to the SEC. You know, they're going to, uh, I'm sure they're, they've heard enough about the SEC being down this year. Um, so we'll see if they're able to right the ship from their perspective. Um, but, you know, the SEC, you know, they'll, they'll fix themselves. Hope, or they should, in theory. Um, if Sis Bates can't, is out for an extended amount of time, how good is Washington and what could this postseason run look like for them? Um... From what I've seen, Washington isn't a team that will compete for a Pac-12 title without Sis Bates. Um, she's one of the best fielders we've ever seen, so losing her is an absolute tragedy to the game of softball. Um, in my opinion, this team goes from absolutely making the Women's College World Series to potentially getting upset in a Super Regional or Regional, in my opinion, but only time will tell. Uh, they are they had to grind out in almost every game in Clearwater, so um, we'll just have to see how Washington evolves moving forward. But we we'll, we can do that. We can see how they play this weekend at the Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic. What's going on with Florida State right now? They had such a huge opening weekend. Perhaps they couldn't carry the momentum of that huge weekend to Clearwater. Uh, they just weren't the dominating team that they were at that tournament last year. Um, so, um, Florida State, you know, hopefully they get back on track because they're the favorites right now in the ACC. Um, and the ACC is uh, let's also talk about that a little bit. The ACC is not having a great spectacular year right now either. Um, so I, I mean, if you, you, I mean, softball right now, it's just it looks like the Pac-12 is the dominant, and the Big Twelve are the dominant forces right now. Um, but anyway. Did Missouri losing their first game to JMU, or first game of the season to JMU, hurt their confidence and mentality? It very well may have. It's hard to judge from just one game, but it looks like it certainly against Minnesota on Sunday. They just, uh, you know, they didn't look like the same team that they had been playing like. 
Um, Clemson has won five games in a row now. Can they keep it up? They have talent on the team as they are now uh, seven and four on the season. So they can compete on a higher level than I first gave them credit for. But the ultimate answer was no, they couldn't keep it up. They lost to at UNCG last night, 3-2. to two, And I'll mention that a little bit later in the recap of the week. But And then JMU-South Carolina game craziness. Um, JMU had to have a game. or They both had a drop-dead time that they had to make their travel arrangements. The game didn't finish five innings, so the game was stopped, and nothing from that game will count moving forward. And the reason this game didn't get started on time is because Washington-Texas Tech, the uh, game before on that field, ran over by nearly an hour and a half, and that's why they couldn't start on time, backing everything up. And I understand the frustration from South Carolina fans, but things happen. Who knows what would have happened if the game had continued, JMU could come back, South Carolina could have extended the lead and, you know, run-ruled JMU. We don't know. Um, But I do understand the frustration from South Carolina's fans here. You know, they feel like they're being robbed of a top-20 win. Um, And they're pointing out book later flights or, you know... um, why even play the game in the first place if there's a drop-dead time that you don't know that you're going to finish before? Um, and I understand these arguments, but you just never... You don't expect a college softball game to go over three and a half hours. It's just... That's not normal. Especially for a game that only went eight innings. If a game's going to go three and a half hours, you would think it would go longer than, than eight innings, that's for sure. Um, but... You just you don't know. We we have no way of knowing what would have happened. So everyone just needs to move forward, and I want to see how both of these teams can. Uh, let's recoup from that and see how they play moving forward. National champion favorite so far, UCLA, without a doubt. They looked like they look like. Florida State did at this tournament last year in Clearwater, so UCLA, absolutely my national champion favorite so far. Texas is a close second. If I had to pick a championship series right now, it would be UCLA-Texas. Absolutely 100% would be UCLA-Texas. That's just... The way I'm looking at it, um, I certainly think UCLA-Texas would be an outstanding matchup, for one, but those are the two best teams in the nation, in my opinion, right now. Um, Some stats leaders and stats as of Monday. Um, Individual stat leaders, batting average leader Sarah Jubas at JMU with a 700 batting average. She's also the slugging percentage leader at 1.500. She's also fifth in the nation in on-base percentage with a 727. So that's very impressive. Looking like an All-American through her first weekend of the season. Alex Storacco of Michigan with 13.2 strikeouts per seven innings leads the nation. Megan Faramo of UCLA and Mariah Lopez of Arizona both have six victories to lead the country. 
Social media sensation Haley Cruz of Oregon is third in runs per game at 1.67. Amber Pfizer of Minnesota has 71 strikeouts to lead the nation. Team stats, average Texas, UCLA, Arkansas, and Washington are the top four in batting average. ERA, Georgia Southern, 0.73. Fielding percentage, UMass and Western are Massachusetts and Western Carolina are the only perfect teams left. Home runs per game, New Mexico State two and a half. Scoring or runs per game, Texas and Southeast Missouri State have ten are averaging ten runs per game. Slugging percentage, Texas with a seven hundred. Stolen bases per game, FIU with four. Strikeout to walk ratio, UCLA with 12.14. And there are only five unbeaten teams left in the country. Oregon, SIU Edwardsville, Texas, UCLA, Michigan. Those are the five. And now that we've got all the headlines done for uh, this podcast, let's move on to the recap of the week. Wednesday, Clemson loses their first home game to Western Carolina 2-0, then rebounded to win 8-0 behind a Logan Kamal no-hitter. And Team USA crushed Liberty 18-0. Kat Osterman and Ali Carta combined to allow only one hit. Thursday, Oklahoma State bashes Virginia Tech 14-6. Keely Rochard got lit up like a Christmas tree. Um... Oklahoma State takes down South Florida 5-1 despite being out hit 7-5. Texas Tech took down South Carolina 5-1 in the first game of ranked teams at the St. Pete Clearwater Elite Invitational. Missouri stays hot, winning 8-0 over Kansas. Colorado State hung tough with Tennessee but fell 6-4. Despite injuries to Claire Jenkins and Alyssa Brown, Alabama runs rules Washington 8-0, who is without Sis Bates. Lexi Kilfoyle shut them down. Kennesaw State took down Auburn 4-1. Auburn just has continual problems scoring runs. Also a questionable loss for Auburn. Uh, another questionable loss for Texas A&M, losing to McNeese State 1-0, only having two hits. Ole Miss finally gets their first win of the season against Colorado State, 2-0 in eight innings in a pitcher's duel, but it also they also went down to Utah 5-4 to end the night. Seattle took down Stanford 5-4 in the first game of a doubleheader, and then Stanford gets revenge in Game 2 and walks off in the 10th inning with a two-run home run to win 3-1. Friday. Georgina Cork kept it close for a while, but Alabama breaks it open to run rule South Florida 9-1-5. and Back and forth game, Virginia Tech takes down South Carolina 8-6. Louisville hangs around with Michigan, but loses 6-2. Kerry Eberly outduels Amber Pfizer, and Oklahoma State picks up a big win over Minnesota 2-0. UVA takes a loss to UNC G. Greensboro. Oh, Jesus. UNC Greensboro, 2 to nothing. Alexis Holloway shuts down a hot Illinois team, and Notre Dame wins 1 to nothing. Kelly Lynch is the star of Washington's 7 nothing win over Florida State. She had a three run homer and shut down Florida State's offense. 
Florida State just couldn't get the timely hit they needed to score a run. Cal Baptist took down Ole Miss 4-2, which is another questionable loss for Ole Miss. Michigan scores in the top of the 7th to take down UNC 4-3 by Lexi Blair. Missouri almost blows a 5-1 lead in the bottom of the 7th to Liberty with an Autumn Bishop home run, but Missouri survives. Then comes back in the top of the 7th against Oklahoma State and beats them in 8 innings, 3-2. They were still undefeated up to that point in the season. Georgia takes down Northwestern 8-3. Odyssey Alexander, or CC, has 12 strikeouts to shut down Texas Tech. For a big opening win for JMU to start 1-0 with a 6-0 win. Ohio State's Peyton Burrish gives up a three-run walk-off home run to NC State's Logan Morris to lose 5-3. UCLA beats Alabama 7-0 thanks to Faramo's dominant pitching. Houston takes the lead to Oregon or loses the lead to Oregon and loses 4-2. Tulsa takes down Mississippi State 2-1. Texas survives a scare from a hot Utah team, 3-2. Absolutely demolished Tennessee, 11-0 in five innings as well. UNC Wilmington up 7-0 on Auburn, blows it, and ends up losing 8-7 in the 10th inning. Kentucky beats Boise State in an offensive slugfest, 16-14. Kansas hung in with South Carolina for a long time, then gets run-ruled 10-0. LSU struggles to score runs, but beats Sanford 4-0. Minnesota rallies down 6-2 to walk off on Florida State 7-6. Long Beach State pushed Arizona to the edge, but falls 2-1. Washington survives a huge scare from Liberty with a 5-run 6th inning to win 10-6. Arizona State survives Illinois State 3-0 before a huge matchup with Kentucky, and then holds on to beat Kentucky 3-2. Arizona walks off and survives against Northern Iowa 7-6 in 8 innings. Utah plays Tennessee tough but falls 8-5. Hofstra plays Stanford close but loses 3-0. So that wraps up Friday. On Saturday, Alexis Holloway was the star again for Notre Dame as they took down Ohio State 7-1. Texas Tech rebounded nicely to beat Georgia 5-2. Oklahoma State and Kerry Eberly outduel Montana Fouts, Lexi Kilfoyle, and Alabama 4-1. Megan Bobian throws a three-hit, nine-strikeout gem against UNC to give Michigan the 4-0 win. Utah gets another good win over Colorado State 3-0. UCLA run rules Liberty 9-1 behind Holly Azevedo's good pitching performance. Kansas plays their first close game of the weekend, but loses to Northwestern 5-4. Daniel Williams was not in the circle for Northwestern. Florida walks off on North Dakota State 1-0 in the bottom of the 7th, thanks to Hannah Adams. Hofstra takes down Drake 5-3, despite not facing Nicole Timmons in the circle. Ohio State blows another lead to NC State, losing 5-3. Virginia Tech and Keeley Rochard blow a 5-0 lead and lose to Missouri 6-5. Texas A&M survives a scare from Lamar 7-4. Kansas picks up a massive win over JMU 12-2. Bryant keeps Arizona close but falls 3-1. 
Clemson murders Maryland 21-2. Danielle Williams, 11 strikeouts, leads uh, Northwestern past Florida State 6-2. Side note to this game, Anna Shelnut took a foul ball to the face. Um, I know what it's like to take a softball to the face. Um, I I broke my nose at one practice because I got a softball hit to the face. So... I know how that feels, and I'm wishing the speediest recovery for her moving forward. Want to see her definitely back behind the plate for Florida State catching. Um, Stanford takes down Hofstra one to nothing in a pitcher's duel. Paige Rouch hits a home run for and throws a no hitter in a five to nothing win for Villanova over Florida Atlantic. UCLA takes down Georgia eight to three, dominating everyone they face. Long Beach State walks off on Oklahoma, giving them their first loss of the season, 5-4. Megan Kleist outduels Mary Beth Gorsuch as Louisiana wins at home over LSU, 2-1. Virginia Tech hands Amber, Amber Pfizer and Minnesota a loss, 2-1. South Florida takes down Texas Tech, 3-0. Auburn scores 18 runs in route of UNC Wilmington, 18-1. Stanford takes down Drake, 8-4. Duke scores 22 runs in a 22 to 1 win over excuse me over Rutgers. Um, a little bit of bias incoming. JMU walked off on Missouri 8 to 7 in the 8th inning. Logan Newton with the sack fly to drive in. Kate Gordon finally gives Missouri its first loss of the season. Um, huge win for JMU for sure. You can't argue against that. Um, Oklahoma outlast Arizona 6-4 in 10 innings. Mariah Mazone throws her second no-hitter of the season in an 8-0 win over Houston for Oregon State. Kelly Lynch is the star again as Washington comes back to beat South Carolina 5-4 despite the lights going out and Washington protesting the rest of the game. Arizona State... Okay, let me rephrase. Arizona State's... Allie Tatnall hits a walk-off home run off Grace Ballman to beat Kentucky in the 11th inning for the second straight night, 7-5. In an error-filled game, Miranda Ellis in Texas take down Ole Miss, 4-1. Rebuilding Cal goes down to Fresno State, 9-3. On Sunday, Georgina Cork and South Florida outlast Mary Wilson Avant and Georgia 2-0 because Georgina Cork hit a game-winning home run in the top of the 7th. Minnesota dominates Missouri 10-1 in 6 innings. Notre Dame holds off Ohio State 6-4. Monica Abbott throws an 11-strikeout no-hitter in a 4-0 win for Team USA over Oklahoma State in the stand beside her tour. Louisville blows a 3-1 lead, loses to Michigan 8-4. Washington beats Texas Tech 11-5 in 8 innings. Drake run rules Hofstra 8-0 in 5 innings. Florida State rebounds to take down Liberty 7-1. Illinois takes down NC State 7-3. Virginia Tech takes down Northwestern and Danielle Williams 6-5 in 8 innings. Wisconsin takes down UNC 8-3 with five runs in the bottom of the sixth. Kayla Conwent hit two home runs, including a grand slam. Florida survives a scare from Florida A&M 2-1. Arkansas takes down scrappy Florida Gulf Coast 4-1. 
Stanford crushes Drake 9-0 in 6. Alana Valter throws a one-hitter. Alyssa's, uh, excuse me, Arizona's Alyssa Denham throws a no-hitter in 6-0 win over Long Beach State. Cal takes another questionable loss to Cal Poly 5-2. UCLA cruises over South Florida 15-2 in 6 innings. LSU holds off Louisiana 4-3 to split the home-and-home. Uh, UCLA also came back in the top of the 7th to beat Florida State 3-2 in the final game of the St. Pete Clearwater Elite Invitational. On uh, Tuesday, or last night, Clemson's five-game winning streak came to an end with that 3-2 loss at UNC Greensboro. Team USA was given a scare during the stand beside her tour thanks to home run queen Jesse Harper at uh, Arizona who hit two home runs and had all four RBIs for Arizona, but Team USA held on to win 5-4. And then lastly, Sidney Steele hits a walk-off grand slam to help Stanford beat Fresno State in the ninth inning, 7-3. Some highlight games that I have for you here in Week 3. I got JMU at UNC, Louisiana Tech at LSU, Louisiana at uh, versus Oklahoma State twice, Tulsa versus Minnesota twice, Tulsa at Baylor, North Dakota State at Texas, uh, JMU at Georgia twice, Illinois at Baylor twice, Louisiana Tech versus Texas Tech, Tennessee at South Florida twice, Louisville at Alabama twice, Michigan at South Carolina, Minnesota at Baylor, and Louisiana <coughs> and Louisiana at Texas twice. Also, the Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic. I mentioned it a little bit earlier. On Thursday, you got Auburn, Arizona State, Arizona, Missouri, and BYU, Notre Dame. Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic Friday, Northwestern, Auburn, Missouri, Oregon State, Florida, Arizona, Florida, Northwestern, and Notre Dame in Oregon. Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic Saturday, Oregon Northwestern, Arizona Auburn, or Oklahoma Washington, which could be the game of the week. Arizona State Florida, Arizona State Notre Dame, UCLA Florida, and then Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic on Sunday, UCLA Auburn, and Washington Northwestern. Lastly, to wrap up today, the USA Softball Stand Beside Her Tour is at the Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic. On Thursday, they'll, or tomorrow night, they'll take on New Mexico at 11 Eastern. Friday, San Diego at 11 Eastern. Saturday, Utah at 11 Eastern. And then Sunday against UCLA at 2.30 Eastern time. So that's all the headlines and stats and everything that I have for you. Um... Like I said, I recorded this once already. It went an hour, so I decided to trim it down, just keep it to what I had on my notes. Um, ended up cutting it down almost a half an hour. Um, but, you know, you gotta just t watch, uh, you know, just stick with the softball. Watch some softball this weekend. If you don't have a Flow Softball membership to watch uh, the Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic, that's fine. Um, keep up with it. Keep up with the stats. Keep up with the games. 
Um, and watch what games you can watch on the ESPN app or, you know, certain schools uh, video or whatever video capabilities they have, you know. Just try to soak in as much softball as you can. Should be another fun week, um, another wild week. Um, you know, we don't know what's going to happen at this point. Gave you a lot of storylines. I gave you some stats. Um, gave you the recap of the week. Highlight games that I'm looking forward to this week, as well as games that you should be keeping up with, or, you know, um, games that you should at least have a little knowledge about what's going to happen, or what is happening, or what has happened, you know, moving forward. Um, and then the USA Softball Stand Besider Tour, they won't be playing next week, so you won't, or the following week, so you won't be hearing that in the podcast next week, except for in the recap if something happens there. Um, but USA Softball Stand Besider Tour will take the week off from the podcast unless it's in the recap of week three. Um, but like I said, is get it just you know watch as much softball as you can, do what you need to do, and make sure that you know you're keeping up, you're knowledgeable about what's happening this season as well as you know following what you, is happening around the country, so that you you know you're better informed as we go throughout the season. So. Enjoy the softball this weekend. I hope you have a great rest of your week here, and we'll be back with the Around the Bases podcast again next Wednesday. Signing off, this is Tyler. Have a great week, everyone.